It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Welcome, everyone, to the Divas the Care Network. I'm your host, Amy McKenzie. And today's show, The Wow of Women, features the remarkable journeys of women's powerful and extraordinary choices positively impact other people's lives. Very excited to introduce our guest today, Linda Sunshine West. Let me tell you a little bit about her before we bring her over uh, Linda has uh, really got an incredible resume. She's a collaboration strategist, and we'll talk about that. She's a speaker. She's a best-selling author. She's an executive film producer of Wishman, a red carpet interviewer and philanthropist. And I, I love her story. She's going to share with us what she did for an entire year in 2015, facing one fear a day, and in doing so, gained an exorbitant amount of confidence and uses that confidence to make a difference on the planet and for people. She believes in cooperation and collaboration and loves connecting with like-minded people. She's produced more than 100 events and proudly donates 10% of her profits to the Giving Angels, the nonprofit whose mission is to eradicate global homelessness once and for all. Linda, it is just a joy to have you on the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks. I'm excited to talk about, you know, these topics because I think they're really important. Yeah, and I and you know, I love that, you know, for you coming into this, it, you're really using your life um as a way to give back and your personal experience, which is, you know, so powerful. The topic of this show that you chose, Faith Over Fear Wins Every Time, um, is really powerful. And of course our intention is to inspire because we've all had those days or those years <laughs> when we could use a lift. Yeah. Um, so let's dig in a little bit. Yep. Um, I know we're, you're originally from uh, San Diego, California, but this is a, a message that touches people around the world. Um, so let's kind of dig in a little bit. Get us started. You know, you, you've got so many uh, accolades, and I know that didn't happen overnight. Take us back a little bit, if you would, um, to, you know, the before Linda before you really were this yeah. incredibly self-assured, courageous woman. <laughs> Where did it all start? Yeah, you know, there, you, we all have a story, of course. And, you know, mine started, you know, when I was young, I grew up in a very abusive, volatile, alcoholic household. My dad, you know, beat my mom on a regular basis. Fortunately, mm. he didn't beat any of us kids, but we witnessed it. And, I, you know, I witnessed it on a regular basis. So when I was five years old, I was fed up and I ran away. And, you know, many kids run away when they're mm-hmm. five years old, six years old, but I was gone for an entire week. And as far as wow. I was concerned, yeah, I, would, I was going to be gone forever, but my mom brought me back home. And, you know, when she brought me back home, that brave, strong little girl who ran away was gone for an entire week. I came home with my head, you know, under like my head tilted down and, and my tail between my legs. And I just like sunk into a vat of fear because of my dad, his volatility. So when I say faith over fear wins every time, you know, it's that fear 
that really caused me to not do anything in life. I, I didn't have a purpose, a vision, a mission. I was just, I felt like I was useless in life. You know, there was no reason for me to even be here. And, you know, I attempted suicide once when I was, a, I think it was eighth, it was either seventh or eighth grade. And, and you know, the way I tried it was never going to work. But, you know, I was so, just so filled with hate and misery in my life that it, it was just a dark place. You know, life was dark for me until I was 51 years old when I hired a life coach. And that just really changed my life and put me on a different path. Wow. Now, now there's something to just take a moment in uh, reflection upon. You know, we often, uh, first of all, good for you for taking an action like that. We often resist the help. We think it's not going to make a difference or how could one life coach actually change my life. And we, we kind of, we can poo-poo these kinds of things when in reality here we have a testimony of the life-changing difference. I mean, 51 years of living behind a shield that you believed was the truth of who you are. So now you, you meet this life coach. Okay, keep going. This is incredible. Um, and what, okay. what was it? What was the um, approach that really made the difference for you? Well, what was interesting is, like, as I look back, you know, while I'm living my life, I didn't even notice anything was different about me or what have you. But there were a lot of action steps I did take in life. And people look at me and say, you were always brave, but you know, here's the thing. I didn't feel brave. I didn't feel strong. I didn't feel smart. Therefore, it didn't matter what other people saw on the outside because I wasn't walking around as this self-assured um, person who knew that she was brave. You know, I, I didn't know all these things about myself. And that's one of the things that my life coach really helped me to open up my mind to is to see who I truly am as this human being who has value. You know, my, my first husband on a daily basis for two years, I only stayed with him for two years, thank goodness, you know, but for two years on a daily basis made sure I knew how stupid and ignorant I was. You're so stupid. You're mm. so ignorant, you know, and he made sure I knew that. So what happened, unfortunately, growing up with my dad, who's abusive, then marrying somebody just like my dad, my first 21 years of my life were filled with this abuse and hate and judgment, and I became abuse, hate, and judgment. You know, I became the environment I grew up in. So when I you know, fast forward 30 years, 51 years old, when I hired my life coach, it was because I was driving to work one day. And at that time, I was working for a judge in the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, so it was a really big job, and it was my 49th job, you know, so I had had tons of jobs. And as I was driving to work, I was like, what is the purpose? What is my purpose for being here? Like, I was asking myself that question. And when I got to work, I saw this Facebook post, and it was this woman who said, I'm a life coach. I took some time off. I'm coming back. I'm looking for five women who want to change their life. And I was like, oh, my God, this woman's talking to me. I don't know who she is, but she wants to change my life. I'm in. So I raised my hand, and I started working with her. And, oh, my gosh, it was, it was incredible the amount of changes that happened in my life on a daily basis because I worked really hard to change who I was 
to who I am today. It's incredible. So, yeah, the, the incredible timing that you had those thoughts, you know, the synchronicity is not to be ignored. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. there are some who say, right, there are no coincidences. Um, it sounds mm-hmm. like a pretty divine occurrence to me. Um, but yeah. However you look at it, it was perfect timing. Yep. And, and it could have just been that. It could have just been a connection and, and maybe you kind of dabbled with it, but you didn't. So my hat's off to you because you actually really took it on. You really did the work. I call it homework. Um, that we don't, you know, we don't get out of here alive, right? (laughs) Right, exactly. We might as well do our homework. (laughs) Yeah, Um, exactly. But you really did it. Yeah. And so you mentioned in, um, you know, what you sent me that you, uh, in your bio rather, that, um, you know, it was you faced a new fear every day. Give us kind of an example, if you would. What was that like to do that? Well, so what happened was, you know, I worked with my life coach for five months and, I knew I was changing because people on the outside were saying, wow, you're different this week than you were last week. So I knew that I was changing on a regular basis. You know, I used to be an extremely judgmental person. Now I'm like, I realize how bad that is. And I'm not a judgmental. I mean, I'm still human. I still have judgment, but I catch myself now. I'm like, oh, you're judging. Stop it. You know, put yourself back in your place. Mm -hmm. You You have no right to judge. So what happened was I worked with her for five months and it got to the end of the year. It was the end of November when I was done working with her. And so December I was on my own and I missed that constant change. I missed that constant growth. I missed every week of our calls, even though I hated her every week because she asked me really (laughs) tough questions, you know, like, look at yourself, look at yourself. You know, she would ask me all these tough questions. And I did my homework, and by the end of the week, I loved her. So it was this love-hate relationship for five months. So (laughs) after the end of the five months, time was done with her, and I had that whole month by myself in December, and I didn't experience the kinds of changes that I had. And so on January 1st of 2015, I woke up that morning, and I said, i got to do something different. I want to keep this changing. I want to keep growing. And then I said to myself, I have so many fears. I'm just going to break through a fear every day this year. And that was my decision. I made a decision to break through a fear every day. It wasn't a New Year's resolution because I have never, ever followed a New Year's resolution. I've always broken that. (laughs) So this was a commitment. This was a true life commitment to break through a fear every single day for a year. And it literally changed my whole entire life. So one example would be, um, I was attending an event called Secret Knock, and the gentleman who was speaking was his name is Frank Shankwitz, and he's the creator and co-founder of the Make a Witch Foundation. And he was standing up there on stage, and and he was telling his story. And at the very end, he said, "If I can do it, everyone can be a hero." And I was sitting in the audience, and and I was looking at him like, "Wow, I can be a hero." You know, I asked myself this question, I can be a hero? And I decided that I was going to get a picture with him. So I ran to the back of the room and I was shaking like crazy. I was so scared to even get a picture with somebody. That's how, how much fear I had. But I walked up to him, I got my picture, and then I ran back to my seat just shaking for about five or ten minutes because I actually talked mm-hmm. to the founder of the Make-A-Wish Foundation. I was so scared. 
So the next day, huh. my fear was to approach him and ask him to be a keynote speaker at my event. That was the fear the wow. next day. And I did it. And I felt so good about doing it. And he said, yes. And like, since then, like, we've created this great relationship. You know, I'm, I'm an executive producer for his film, Wishman. He's in my book that's coming out called Momentum. And so it's been this amazing bond that's been created because I allowed myself to break through a fear that I had and not let who he was stop me from being who I am. That's a powerful story. Boy, am I glad I asked that question. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's beautiful. (laughs) my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) That's really great. And it's, you know, I can think of those times. I think, you know, whoever said fear is bad, maybe it just means you're alive. Yeah. I love that. Something so negative. Yeah. I wish I could take credit for it. it um, Go ahead. Oh, they say fear is, you know, false evidence appearing real. I've also heard fear, face everything and run. But what I realized while I was breaking through a fear every single day for a year, this commitment, huge commitment, right? I realized that my faith, my faith in what I was doing erased my anxious reactions. So I came up with faith erases anxious reactions. And it's true. Oh, that's great. Faith and fear. Yeah. You can't have them at the same time. So, you know, it's, it's true. If, you will, if you're having fear, what I do is I ask my clients, if you're having a fearful moment, I want you to check in with your faith. How strong is your faith in what you're doing? How strong is your faith, your courage of what you're about to do? Check in with your faith. When your faith is strong, your fear will be weakened. That's beautiful. It reminds me of one of my favorite sayings. It's actually helped me along the way many, many times. Where there is fear, there is no love. Where there is love, there is no fear. It's like mm. oil and water. They, they will not exist in the same place. And it's a, that, it's a very important concept um, to really live by. And you really have. And you, you exemplify it, Linda. It's really stunning. Um, and to have the, boy, the stamina, the perseverance, to kind of attack something on a daily basis for an entire year. You came up with enough fears to fill a year, did you? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, a lot of them, uh, people ask me, like, how did you have 365 fears? Well, a lot of them were duplicative. <laughs> it's because my fears were so deep. And, and as I was breaking through these fears, I was, was asking myself on a regular basis, where is this fear coming from? What caused this fear? When did this start? Like I would start to analyze each fear. And I realized that probably about 90% of my fears were fear of judgment. What are other people going to think about me? What was Frank going to think about me when I walked up to him and asked him to get a picture? You know, that was my fear. So they, while they were different types of fears that I broke through, they all related to the same thing, you know, judgment, fear of judgment. Wow. Yeah, which makes sense because, of course, that's what you dealt with you know, primarily um, through your childhood. Yeah, exactly. What a wonderful thing to do. So when you are working with your clients, do you, you know, give them at least a a version of that exercise? I offer it, but nobody's taking me up on it. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, no way. (laughs) 
look what that got you, right? Now you're the producer of this famous, incredible humanitarian, and you've got books coming out, and you've got so much going on. Um, and just it's a wonderful story, so inspiring. Let's 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 switch gears for a little bit because you have so many other things I want to make sure people know about. Um, one is that um, you make it possible for people to interconnect, which I think is a wonderful thing. Um, but before we go there, let's let's kind of just find out how did it come about to become a collaboration strategist, and did you create that term? If, 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 whether you did or not, what does it really mean? Yeah, and actually, um, one of my clients created that term. She said, you know, you're you're actually a, you're you help us collaborate. You know, you're a person who brings people together and you're collaborating and you're helping people learn how to collaborate and you teach them how they can do it. You're like a collaboration strategist. I was like, oh my gosh, sold. I'm taking that term. Because, Beautiful. Because I love it. It really encapsulates, you know, who I am, what I'm all about, because I truly do believe in collaboration and cooperation instead of competition. And I found that, first of all, you know, growing up, there was, again, there was so much judgment in my household. And I grew up with, you know, three sisters and one brother. And I had a lot of fears about women. I was so scared of mm-hmm. women because I found in the workplace and at my house that most of the women that I knew were extremely judgmental. And that's where my fear of judgment kind of started, you know, stemmed from that. So what was interesting is when I started my own business, which was about six years ago, I left corporate in the end of 2014, right before I started my year of fears. And I jumped out of corporate because I was like, I just feel like this is a waste of my time. This is a waste of space for me where I was working, you know, I was bored and just, I hated going to work. And so I left my corporate job and I was like, I have no idea what I'm going to do. I have no idea how I'm going to make a dime And I have no idea how long it's going to take, but I am no longer going to live my life doing something I am bored at or I just, I just don't like it at all. So I, I left corporate without a net, you know, I literally, I had no idea. So it was throughout the last, like the next, you know, four or five years that I started whittling away at different things and finding things that um, I thought were cool and stuff, but I didn't make any money at them found things that I was really, really good at, but I didn't make any money at. So I kept finding all these things that really interested me until I got to this collaboration strategist aspect of, you know, I, I love like what you do, right? You bring people on, you interview them, you give them a platform. And because of my fears and how deep they were, I had a fear of talking to anybody, like a fear of walking up to somebody and saying, hi, was scary for me. So once I discovered my voice and started sharing my voice with the world, I realized how powerful it is to do that. And I wanted to give other women a platform to do the same thing, to share their voice with the world. You know, so I do that with collaboration books. I do that with podcasts. I do that with, I'm you know going to start a magazine soon. I'm going to start um, a 24-hour talk show. So I have a lot of things on the horizon, and every single thing that I do has to do with helping women to share their voice with the world. It's all, it's all the same thing, but it's different, like different wow. ways that I do that. Right, all the different avenues that are really stemming from that 
collaboration concept. Um, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of strategy involved in that. So your client yeah. hats off to her. <laughs> Coming up, yeah, I know. <laughs> I knew. I was pretty sure I'd never heard it before. It's really good. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to trademark so that one. So this is great. <laughs> yeah, I think you want, might want to. Um, so <laughs> I know that um, one of the things you mentioned is, um, you know, that you, you give women a, a, an opportunity to, in a referral network. Talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah, the referral network. Uh, this is a, a newer concept for me. You know, I've always been a person who. Um, you know, when I get to know people, my, my questions I'm always asking myself is, how can I help this person, whether it's me, me helping them myself or referring them to somebody who can help them? So I'm always thinking that way. That's where my mind goes. And I, somebody, you know, and again, it was the same client. She's like, you ought to start a referral network. You're already doing it anyway. You might as well do it and make some money doing it, you know. So I decided to add this referral network aspect to my business where we bring women together. I, I do things a little bit differently. I love having, you know, conversations with people, doing Zoom calls and Zoom meetings and, and masterminding as well. So I add the element of it's not just about um, referrals, but it's about getting to know each other, like really getting to know who each other is. And so I have this concept where we do mastermindings once a month and then we do getting to know you calls once a week so that everybody has an opportunity to actually get to know who each other is so that when it's time to refer them, they actually know who they're referring, you know, but it's, it's okay. awesome to be able you know, to bring people together. I just want to bring them together and have them show each other how amazing they are. You know, I just want everybody to know how amazing they are. <laughs> that's so great. I love your heart. That's beautiful. So that's something that now how, if somebody wants to, get connected to you with this referral network they really feel or benefit them how would they do that it's w-a-t referral network.com and w-a-t stands for women action takers you everything i do is the women action takers because i realize that you know you can pray you can manifest you can hope you can dream all you want you can wish for it all you want but when it's staring you right in the face and you don't take action Nothing's going to happen. So nothing happens without that action. And that's why I created Women Action Takers, because it's all about taking action in life to have the life you want to live. That's wonderful. So womenactiontakers.com, um, does that also lead to the referral? Or they can go to yes, WATREferral.com? Okay. By the time Perfect. we're done with this interview, okay, great. it will. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Put it on your to-do list. <laughs> yes, exactly. It gets longer and longer right, every day. That's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. So now talk to me just a little bit about, so you have an awful lot going on. Um, you know, how has all of this, I mean, we know what the difference made in the, I love how you call it, so the year of fears um, in the life coach. And now that you're that one, doing this for other people. What difference is that making for you in your life now? Oh my gosh. It's, that's a great question. It really has changed the way I um, communicate with people because what happened was throughout this process is I became a much better listener. You know, like, like right now I'm being interviewed, so I'm talking more, right? But when I'm having a conversation with somebody, I'm, listening to them. I'm 
wanting to know, again, how can I serve them? How can I help them? Is Do I know somebody that can help them? And this whole process of uh, being able to listen, which I believe is our greatest skill that we have as human beings, and being able to put that into action, it just changes the way I see the world. It changes the way my world is because, you know, your world becomes what you see. And, and it's just changed everything for me, completely, completely everything. That's incredible. And when you said that, it, it occurred to me, you know, it, does, it changes the, the way we see things, changes the world. The way we hear things, apparently, can mm. change the world as well. Um, so it's a very, very salient point. So you become an expert listener, and as a result, you're not missing the people that are there in front of you, is what I'm hearing. Is that about right? Yeah, and also, I, for me, I love doing video calls because not only do I hear what they're saying, but I can also see them, right? So when I, there's a lot of times people don't say what they need, but you can see it. And so I look mm. at them, I look at their body movements, their facial reactions, and, but I, I really have learned to study people and just hear what they're not saying. That's wonderful. I, I certainly hope that um, people will, you know, take a look at what you've got to offer um, anyone that's in that position where they're, ne- they're maybe not going to do it for a year, but that, that would be a good choice to be able to start to right. look and see what's stopping them. They'd be in great hands with you, Linda, I can tell. Um, so let me just touch on this again. Yes, you mentioned the magazine. Uh, I'll take a wild guess. It'll be Women Action Takers magazine. <laughs> Is that right? Yes. <laughs> yep. Okay, yep. makes sense. What an undertaking. That's wonderful. Um, all right, and you also mentioned a 24-hour talk show. That's a lot of talking. <laughs> it is. It won't that? be my. It won't be me. Of course, I'll be showcasing other women, and that's you know it's going to be a women action takers talk show. So it'll be other women that'll be on it. So it's going to take me a while to build that out, of course. But you know, you know, I yeah. I was thinking just the other day, I have all these things I want to do, and I'm not putting them out there because I had this feeling that I had to do everything, and that's not the reality. The reality is that you. Find people who can participate and you know, take part in whatever your dreams are. And then you compile that, that group of people, whether it's men, women, what have you, and let them shine. So what is their area of expertise? Whatever that is, they're going to shine in that area. And, and as long as they love what they're doing, they're going to do it as much as they possibly can. And they're going to want to do their best you know, to be part of the team. And so that's what I'm in the process of. That's my learning for 2020 is learning how to delegate, learning how to lead by empowering others to lead. So when I empower others, they're going to lead and they're going to just take off with it. And that's what this year has been devoted to. That's wonderful. And there you go, being a great collaboration strategist again. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Perfect. Well, I can't wait to see the show and the podcast and the magazine. And All right. Now, we're, we're almost out of time here, but um, I certainly hope I'm back in California in time to go to your chocolate festival in San Diego. No. I hope that can happen. That sounds really fun. <laughs> um, well, you know, that's, but uh, before I, we run out of time, I want to – sorry, go ahead. 
Oh, that's just another amazing idea I had, right? I mean, to me, all my ideas are amazing, but but in reality, they don't all turn out. But this one, I had this chocolate festival a couple years ago. I ended up losing money on it, and so I kind of you know put it on the back burner. And it's always been an it's always been on my mind. And then just this year, I said, you know what, we're going to do it. So it's going to be in 2021, the fall, in in San Diego. I don't have a date yet. You know, we're working on that, but. What I'm doing is because I'm learning how to delegate and I'm learning how to exercise my leadership skills. I'm compiling a team that is exercising, you know, their best strengths and they're making it happen. And so it's amazing what you can do when you have other people on your team. Beautiful. All right, we have just about a minute left. Um, Any parting thoughts? Uh, We could talk for hours, but for this particular show... Any parting thoughts for our listeners before we uh, close out? My only thought here is don't let fear stop you from living the life that you truly want to live because everything on the other side of fear is that's where all the beauty is. So I give you a really, really quick tip, and that's that when you're experiencing a fearful moment, what I want you to do is I want you to take a breath, and I want you to ask yourself, if I do this act, whatever this act is right in this moment, is it going to negatively affect me one year from today? If your answer is no, go ahead and take the leap and do it. Beautiful. I love it. I can't thank you enough for your wisdom and your stories, your authenticity and your heart. Thank you so much for joining us, Linda. In closing, I want to thank our remarkable guest, Linda Sunshine West, all of our listeners who make the show possible, and, of course, our producer, the founder of the Divas That Care Network. Candace redefines the word diva to mean a courageously self-assured woman, and you just sure heard from one. We offer all women of walks of life a platform for sharing their voice in the world, and we invite you to join us. Visit divasthatcare.com, hear more stories, and add your voice to the conversation. We'd love to have you. That's it. Signing off for now. Until next time, everyone, have a great evening. Good night. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.